Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. What? Stop it. Yeah. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Oh. Reality is not bigotry. And here's the reality. Medical transition in its entirety is experimental. From cross-sex hormones to puberty blockers, uh, everything. The only thing that is not is not experimental is is uh, mastectomies and you know boob jobs. After the phallioplasty, you know, I have a pulmonary embolism, a stress-induced heart attack. Long story short, 17 months of uh, an infection on the inside of my urethra uh, because he used the wrong side of the skin. There's six months, six inches of hair on the inside of my urethra. Yeah, I think folks have kind of covered the blockers and, and hormones, but I'll talk about surgical care a little bit. Uh, in terms of masculinizing top surgery, I think 12 is the youngest who's had surgery through our program. Um, and in terms of general reconstructive surgeries, we haven't had anyone under the age of 18 have uh, phalloplasty or lingerieplasty, but we have had a few patients uh, starting 15, I don't think surgery actually happened until 16 that have had vaginoplasty. Okay, so um, let's talk about the realities of medical transition, right? I'm upstairs cleaning the kitchen and um, can you guys see that? See that? Yeah. That's a nerve that's stuck through my hand. Yeah. This is um, this is transgender health right here. I uh, I would I need to have my eighth surgery because that nerve. I keep hitting that nerve. Woo! I'm still sweating from it. That's uh, God. That hurts. Uh, go get your kids. Medically transgender kids. It's wonderful. The first step a predator will take in going after a child is removing the parent. A Virginia school district is now requiring teachers to complete a training that specifically instructs them not to tell parents if their child is requesting to go by a different name or pronoun or if their child is requesting to use a completely different gender bathroom. So essentially what Fairfax County School District is telling their teachers is that no, don't tell the parents if a child is struggling, we can raise that child better. They're vilifying parents because parents are the only thing that stands in the way between them and your children. So if this is happening in your school district, you have really two options. You can either go to a school board meeting or take your kids out of school. Time Magazine is promoting this author who makes a living by selling gender confusion to teens. And yes, this is a real tweet in which Time Magazine used air pronouns. In this page of the memoir, the author daydreams about getting breast cancer so that she would have an excuse to get her breasts removed. The book received an award from the American Library Association for being of special interest to teens. So-called commonsensemedia.org said that explicit but not erotic illustrations of sexual activity include masturbation, oral sex, sex toys, kissing in an implied sex position, erections, and a fantasy image of a man holding another's penis. But apparently none of that is erotic.
As if being a teenager wasn't already confusing enough, now we have all of these adults throwing their insecurities onto the youth of today. Stop bullying masculine girls and feminine boys to become trans. Let's dismantle these gender stereotypes that tells you that only boys can do, I don't know, drive trucks and motorcycles and play the ball. Um, or girls, uh, the only ones who can play dolls or dress up or put makeup on. I have no problem with men who wear makeups and dresses and I have no problem obviously with women who wearing, I only buy men's clothes, but do we have to call them men's clothes? Could it just be clothes? Um, and same for toys or whatever we like to do in our life. And it's good to have, uh, you know, two distinctions that there are some things that are more masculine and some things that are more feminine. But it doesn't mean that if I'm interested in it, then I need to be uh, changing my changing my gender to be the opposite sex. And uh, stop bullying me for that. Still people in my comments be like, oh, it looks like you want to be a man. Maybe you need to be a man. No, I don't want to be a man. I want to be a masculine woman. That's who I am. They weren't joking. They weren't joking. We'll convert your children. Someone's got to teach them not to hate. I should have listened to them instead of focusing only on the mandates here in New York City. These groomers were saying it as it is. They were coming for their children and we didn't stop. These groomers from San Francisco, the new Sodom and Gomorrah, needs to be checked by the FBI. They need to go check and their hard drives. Not all gay people, I like them, like to have sex with kids and want to push their agenda on the kids. You coming for the kids, we coming for you. Good morning, friends. I heard that there were people who are against gays, against groomers. There's a slide going around that it's secretly a right-wing group to the like, and that's pretending to be gay. Yeah, there are conservatives that are in that group. Almost the exact same as your local grocery store. I'm a part of this group, and I am just have the question, why are there people against this? You know where that puts you, right? Gays against grooming. If you're against that group, you you know where that puts you, right? If you come up on my page saying that like, it's a right-wing secret group and you have no evidence for it, but you keep saying, we're gonna look at you in a different light because you're against something that we all should be for. You know what I mean? Maybe you should work for Disney. Victoria's Secret, Epstein Manor, Epstein Island, Disney Cruises to Epstein Island. That's what you all look like when you go against gays against grooming. I like, I, in some Canadian jurisdictions, minors as young as 14 can legally consent to hormonal therapy such as Lupron. This is known to be used in prison to chemically castrate um, sex offenders. Why is it being deemed safe for individuals as young as 8 years old? Well, that's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, answer, I would need to get back to you. Not even the Health Minister of Canada can give an upfront answer about why children are being given a drug which is used to chemically castrate sexual predators. This is Transcare BC, Provincial Health Services Authority. So this is an official page. This is not 
This isn't a random person giving out this information. This is literally the government. Puberty blockers will temporarily stop or limit growth in height, development of sex drive, impulsive, rebellious, irritable, or risk-taking behavior. So where is this going and when did it happen? Well, this is something that I look forward to exposing. You know, I think that the world has a much larger pedophilia problem than any of us good people can truly wrap our minds around. Um, and I think that they're, they see our, what's being done with our community and they're using us as a shield to kind of push it, push that line further and further. They've moved the Overton window so far that, you know, all of us are left trying to crawl back from it and, and, and bring it back to like, you know, an appropriate place. Um, but yeah, it's, it's wild to watch. And, um, if gay rights ever do get rolled back, it's going to be because of people like this. Uh, like I said, the acceptance of LGBT people has been declining drastically in the past few years. And it's obviously only because of this, um, yeah. and the backlash against our community is going to be, uh, very strong. And that's why I also, you know, that's that's one of the main reasons I started this to try and reverse the slope and draw a big red line between us and say, no, the majority of us are against this just as much as you, if not more, because we're being associated with it. Everyone should be talking about this. According to current research, pedophilia is an unchangeable sexual orientation just like, for example, heterosexuality. It's unfortunate that this is what we were warned about when gays first started marching for their rights. This is why the gay movement has expanded to fit this agenda. Many claim it's cultural or that they're non-offending and only look at children, so they ask to be treated differently. If we remove the stigma of paedophilia, society will become an unrecognizable cesspool. While we should all agree this is wrong, recent behavior from so-called woke adults demonstrates that we have lost touch of what it really means to protect children. Kids are being taken to adult spaces, dressed up in mature clothing and makeup, and posted online where paedophiles are waiting eagerly to find them. What's just as disturbing is the adults enabling them. Some of you don't realize you're feeding your children to the walls when you allow this kind of behavior. Paedophilia is not a sexual orientation. It is a harmful perversion that stems from trauma and breeds more trauma. There is nothing normal about sexualizing children. We can't let these monsters win. That's why I'm part of a coalition called Gays Against Groomers. We want to remind the world that not all gays are over-sexualized predators after your children. Groomer is not a gay slur because not all gays are child groomers. However, groomers are hiding in the gay community and wearing an alternative identity to gain their trust and acceptance. We have unwillingly opened the door to these predators, but we have the power to shut it. Hey guys, so I was scrolling through Twitter this morning and I found out some really interesting information from the Wokesters. You ready for this? If your kid comes to you and says, mommy, daddy, I wanna make irreversible changes to my body, such as taking hormones or, uh, or, or having surgeries. And if you say no, you're participating in conversion therapy. I know, right? It's crazy. But don't worry, because if you say yes, and you affirm, and you ask no questions, then you're not participating in conversion therapy. And in fact, that makes you a good person. I mean, I know maybe I'm old, but when I was growing up, conversion therapy meant a program that was designed to change something about it. It was a, it was a, it was quote unquote therapy to convert a kid from who they are 
to something else. But now, conversion therapy means when you don't let kids make all kinds of changes to their body and change everything about them. So, you know, again, I'm probably old, I'm behind the times, but I'm, I'm glad those wokesters have set me straight. And, and now you've been set straight too. So, uh, you know, thank, thank a woke person today. This is incredibly dangerous. In Madison, Wisconsin, a group of social workers called Integrated Counseling set up a tent offering free letters of readiness for gender reassignment surgery. Their website, other than being difficult to read, explains in flowery language that they're willing to believe whatever you say at face value and enable it. Therapists are traditionally required to be non-biased, but that's clearly not the case here, as the lead therapist also identifies with the LGBTQ community. Integrated counselling doesn't make it clear whether or not they require parental consent for minors or what else they may require for their free letter. This means that anyone who feels they are trans and non-binary can essentially skip the step of mental health evaluation and get a free pass for self-mutilation. My own experience of transitioning took time. There were multiple waiting periods and tests I went through to make sure I was making the right choice. There is always the chance that surgery won't go right or solve all your problems. Putting minors on puberty blockers and hormones too early can have negative long-term effects. Anyone who tells you otherwise, health professional or not, is giving you misinformation because the medical industry is only interested in making you a permanent patient. Transitioning is an adult decision only. It is not for children going through constant physical and emotional changes. It is possible they could end up regretting their choice due to permanent damage. These free letters of readiness ought to be illegal. I mean, there's radicals within our community that make you know, their sexuality or their gender, their entire identity. But us, you know, there's millions of us within the community that, um, you know, I, I view my, that me being a lesbian is like, okay, and I have brown eyes. Like, it's just a, you know, it, it's one part of me. It's not who I am entirely. Like, uh, and, and a lot of us feel that way. And yeah, the gay community is not a monolith. You know, all these people that are trying to get us taken offline, like, we're allowed to have a different opinion and it nobody should be against us. I mean, this is like the most uniting cause possible to protect children. But, you know, the 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 people that are doing this within our community, I truly feel are um, a, a very small minority within our group. Um, but they're so loud because they're backed by even the White House now. I mean, they're backed by woke corporations, woke media. Uh, Board of Education, the medical industry now, and the White House. And so, you know, we have an uphill battle, but the majority of the population agrees with us. I mean, it's a no-brainer, really. Like, we just, we don't care what you do as an adult. Just leave kids out of it. I mean, this is common sense. And regarding puberty blockers, there was that girl called Chloe Cole who spoke out recently. And, okay, so I've got some notes here about her. So, uh, at 13, Great. Great. she was put on puberty blockers and testosterone, and then she had a mastectomy at 15. She's now 19 years old and has realized she is a girl. She can't have kids. She's realized that she's removed organs that she can't get back her breasts. And she has had, she's at a higher risk of cancer as well now. And I have seen the alphabet community attack her. Oh, how dare you use your story to ruin everything for everyone else? How did we get here? How did we get here where at someone who has been a victim to this abuse...
because her parents obviously enabled this for, for her to be put on tea at 13 and puberty blockers. So she's probably going to have a lot of resentment for the rest of her life towards her parents. And so are all these others that are going through this because it's happening a lot because they're being told they're the other gender when they're literally just going through. Puberty is hard. It is a hard time. You go through a lot, like your brain goes through a lot. Some people think they're gay for a second, then realise they're not. Like, it's a very confusing period of time. It really is. So, uh, yeah. if people keep enabling this, we're going to have more children. Hi, I have a message for you parents out there who bring your kids to gay pride and to drag shows and things of that nature. Can you please leave your children at home? Can you please? Because you guys are making us look really bad. You exploit us by using us to look good to all of your friends on social media. You claim you do this so you could be more inclusive, so you could you know, train your child to be more inclusive. You can teach them to be good, nice, accepting people at home. We don't need them in our clubs. We don't need them in our adult spaces. You make us look bad in the end. So why don't you get your kids together? Why don't you read them a book? Why don't you dress up with them? Why don't you put them in theater? Why don't you do something else other than dress them up in little rainbow ribbons and unicorn shirts and then bring them over to gay spaces where me as a gay man who wants to sit there and have a decent, nice brunch and have bottomless mimosas I don't want to look at your child. I don't want to hear your child scream. I don't want to hear them cry. And I definitely don't want to see them give a drag queen a dollar bill. That's for us, okay? There are adult spaces and there are kids' spaces. Can you please respect our space, please? I want to show y'all something. This is the path that big tech promotes to children. A simple Google search of Vanderbilt Pediatric Transgender Clinic. Look at the search results. How do I disown my parents? What age can you run away from home? How to get emancipated? How to run away from a toxic parent? Questions about birth control and consent. They're leading kids down this path intentionally. These search results are indicative of collusion between big tech and minors to undermine parents and violate parental consent. And if you happen to be wondering, what is Vanderbilt doing with the pediatric transgender clinic? Well, they're seeing kids as young as six years old for gender dysphoria. This is Tennessee, a red state with no laws on the books, safeguarding children against medical exploitation. These search results lead children down a dangerous path of gender confusion, mental health issues, sterilization, bodily mutilation, and chemical castration. And that's just listing a few of the serious consequences. What about the children that run away from their families? What about the vulnerabilities that that then increases in their lives? What about the families that are destroyed by this ideology, by this experimentation on children? We need accountability and we need more effective laws to safeguard our children. This is a heartbreaking case of transition regret. A woman from Australia named Jay Langadinos is suing her psychiatrist for enabling and fast-tracking her gender transition. At age 19, Jay was assessed and diagnosed with gender dysphoria and approved for hormone therapy. Jay believed this would make her happy. The second time she saw this psychiatrist two years later, she was approved for a bilateral mastectomy. The surgery was two months after that approval. At age 22, the same psychiatrist approved a hysterectomy for Jay, stating no psychiatric reason not to. 
At age 31, Jay no longer identifies as a male and has realized the hormones and surgery she's had has only made her more depressed. She is suing for professional negligence. If an adult can have this realization after transitioning, it's more than likely a child will too, since they're still growing and changing. You may not think children are being encouraged to undergo these processes that can't be undone, but you're wrong. You may also think that by pausing puberty and using chest binders, there'll be no long-term repercussions. You'd be wrong there too. 19 was too young for Jay, so anything less than that is still too young. We need to protect children from making these choices too soon. Not only could it damage them beyond repair, there was then any adult to let it happen. Over the weekend, I don't know if you saw, but there was a, a big dust up, a big debacle involving the wife of Jason Aldean, Brittany Aldean, who she posted you know, a little video saying that her she's glad her parents didn't change her gender when she went through a tomboy phase because she loves being a girly girl. Yeah, was it a little bit, you know, Pointed, yeah, it certainly was. But there were a couple other country artists, Cassidy Pope, Maren Morris, and a few others that were very, very triggered by her statement. And uh, they didn't take the advice of Michelle Obama. They did not go high. They went lower than low, calling Brittany Aldean insurrection Barbie, saying she's disgusting. Did you see all this? And what were your initial thoughts when you saw it go down? We're tired of this uh, attack on children being lumped in with just being inclusive. It's incredibly dangerous. And um, I, I wish she would come and try and say that to us, really, because we stand with Brittany 100%. What they're doing to these kids, they're ultimately really erasing people like me and, and um, you know, feminine boys or masculine girls. It's okay to be a tomboy. That's one of our main campaigns. You know, it doesn't mean... It doesn't mean that you got to like uh, bust out the, the surgical equipment and, and start chopping body parts off. And that's where this is leading. That's what's happening. So, yeah, to to, to Marin and her friends that also got involved, uh, we you don't speak for us. Um, and it's not transphobic. It's not anti-LGBTQ rhetoric whatsoever. It's called the right thing to do. It's common sense. Somebody else is leaving Twitter and these guys are pretty good. They're leaving Twitter involuntarily. They got kicked off. Now, they're called Gays Against Groomers. Give me a moment on this. These are gay people uh, who do not like the trans agenda that seems to be taking over our culture. Take a look at this tweet. Uh, there needs to be a federal law banning all trans medicalization and surgical mutilation of minors. All of these doctors and surgeons should not only be stripped of their medical licenses, but never be allowed within 500 yards of a child ever again. I totally agree, gays against groomers. Next, please. Um, telling children and planting the idea in their head that they are anything less than perfect exactly as they are and as God made them is pure evil. Childhood is already rife with self-doubt and insecurities. Excuse me. Without them being told they might have been born in the wrong body. Gays against groomers. Right again. Next. Uh, a four-year-old can't even choose their own bedtime, but apparently they can choose their own gender. Gays against groomers? I like these guys. But we can't find them on Twitter anymore. They have been banned. <laughs> Accounts suspended, we believe, forever because they're trying to say that stuff that you just read, perfectly reasonable. Part of the conversation is hate speech. Remember, uh, uh, Meta and Facebook saying that could incite violence. They say that stuff like that incites violence or is transphobic. No, it's not. And we have a right to say it. These social media platforms, I think the government should take them over. I mean, legally, there are ways to do this. Antitrust, break them up. I don't know. Hey, my loves, it's Lady Maga USA. The time has come to react. Let me put on my lip gloss. 
This group of drag queens is putting on a back-to-school pride drag extravaganza in Provo, Utah, which is a very conservative and family-oriented area. No. It's all-ages, no, 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 no. family-friendly drag show with performers such as Jenna Talia. Jenna what? Talia should not be anywhere near children. And this is not at a private drag show club, something like that. No, it's at a public park where parents will be walking by with their children and happen to come across this and have to explain it to their kids or cover their eyes and walk the other direction. And this should not be allowed. This is public indecency, in my opinion. You want to have a drag show? Do it at a drag club with 18 plus or 21 plus. This is not family friendly. This is ridiculous and I'm tired of it. First of all, this is not ridiculous. It's predatory and evil. Brigham Young University, BYU, is a Mormon school in Utah, and radicals regularly vandalize their Y on the mountain. They celebrated this vandalism on their flyer. I went to Brigham Young University, and I left because I believe in their religious freedom to uphold whatever standards they want. These people can't just live their lives. They have to persecute, desecrate, and attack those with whom they disagree. So funny how they're the ones who preach love and tolerance. Listen, if they had fun performers who pledged and promised no sexual lyrics, costumes, or innuendos, maybe we could just let this go as free speech. But no, they aren't out to perform and be fabulous. They're out to expose kids to adult genitalia. Ew! <coughs> <laughs> Bye, drag witches. Leave Hansel and Gretel alone! Y'all need to just have some class and stop this evil witchery. I denounce you. Get me hints! A coalition called Gays Against Groomers has formed and has one mission, stop the sexualization and the abuse of young children. Now, for saying that out loud, big tech companies have tried to silence them. They've been banned by Twitter as well as Linktree and other social networking sites. So after being criticized, Twitter has just reinstated their account. Jamie Michelle is the founder of Gays Against Groomers. She joins us tonight. Jamie, thanks so much for coming and thank you for what you're doing. On what grounds are you being banned? What was your crime exactly? Uh, well, thank you for having me, Tucker. Um, we were banned for hateful conduct, which uh, they consider calling out child predators and abusers and people that want to sexualize them. Um, they, I, I guess, are a protected class of people now on big tech. So for speaking out against them and trying to protect children, we were taken down. We've been taken down three times in three months now. Um, we're brand new. Our coalition just started in June. And yeah, they, they can't seem to cut us a break here. So. People are intentionally sexualizing children, which I thought was a crime. It's certainly a moral crime. But because you don't like it, you're the dangerous one. Exactly. Um, in any moral society, it would be criminalized, what we see happening. And it should be criminalized. Uh, but that doesn't seem to matter. These people are going full steam ahead, ahead with their agenda. And they're using our community, the LGBT community, to use. Uh, they're using us as shields, essentially. Right to uh, continue to push this uh, unabated. And um, so I decided that that's enough. We're not gonna let this continue anymore because the vast majority of our community stands so strongly against this. And we're just as, as disgusted by it as everyone else. 
Uh, and I think that our voices are going to be really effective in actually putting an end to it. I hope you're right. What, I'm just wondering, what percentage of the American population, of any party or sexual preference or whatever, of, of all Americans, 340 million, what percentage are for this? It can't be big. Right. I think it's... I think it's a very, very small minority, especially with our community and the people outside of it that use us to push the agenda. Um, but I think that they're so loud and that's all you see coming from our community because they have the backing of big tech, woke media, woke corporations and even this administration. Right. Uh, so they have a big backing, you know, and so if they want to get their point across, everybody that has some power in this country is going to help them do that. And, uh, you know, we're growing incredibly fast. We're only three months old, but we have almost 170,000 followers uh, and they can see how effective our voices from inside the community are going to be to fight this. And, you know, they have censorship and we have the majority of the population. And so I think in the end we'll win. And uh, regardless of what they try to do to, to uh, suppress our voices. That's totally right. It's like Nancy Pelosi, CNN and Media Matters are the only people who are in favor of this. Uh, Jamie, I appreciate well, your bravery. Much. Thank you. Do you hate talking on the phone as much as I do? Well, here at Gallagher Plastic Surgery, you can just text us. You can arrange a whole consult, probably set up most of a surgery without talking to anybody on the phone. We will do a video consult later, but just text us on this number. We're only, you know, seven months on team. You're seven months and you got top surgery. Bro, where are you at? Bro, where, who did, what doctor? Send me the number.
boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'm a shine like a shine How do I love myself again? How do I feel connected to myself again? I took a morning, an entire life that should have been mine. That was my birthright. I don't know how this happened to me. And I'm just so angry. <laughs> I'm so sad. Like, I just don't know how this happened. Like a virus or something, it just like infected me and it happened so quickly. And it was like I was right there, like agreeing to every single thing. And I don't know how that happened. Then now I can sit here and like look back and be like, why did I do that? It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. If I just would have waited. If I just would have waited. <laughs> if I just would have waited and let myself heal. I can't have kids. I'll never lose my virginity. Like, I feel like I'm left to just like accept the scraps of the life that I could have had. I had this full life that I'm now having to mourn while also living in the present moment with the life that like feels just like the scraps of what could have been. I don't know how to be happy in that. You know, I don't know how to be okay with that. I hate when people are like, everything happens for a reason. Like, no, this didn't happen for a reason. You know, it's just a tragedy. Just call it what it is. I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, but I was young and I was sad and I was impressionable and I thought that this would fix everything. I don't know what to do with like any of it. I think I just feel a lot different also though from most D-trans girls because, or D-trans women, D-trans girls and women because I've had bottom surgery. Like every girl I know has it. You know, they still have this, this part of them. And I don't have that. Like, I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> it's just so sad. Like, it just sucks so bad. This is just something I'll have to live with. You know, there's like no fixing it. There's no making it better. I have to live like this for the rest of my life and figure out a way to be okay with it. It's so scary and terrifying because it's like, I, right now I don't see that. I don't see that path. Maybe it exists, but right now it just feels so hard to see. And I don't know the way forward right now. I've been doing like little things for myself. I think about myself this green bikini <laughs> and that's really nice. You know, it's been really nice to just wear. I don't wear it out, but like wearing it in my bathroom in the mirror and dancing around to Beyonce and like <laughs> just trying my best to feel empowered and embodied and it just feels so like foreign my body I just feel so detached from it it's hard to look at it, it's hard to like accept that it's mine doing little things though, it's like just trying to find joy trying to feel okay that's just always there, you know, I'm always here. Anywhere I go, I'm, I'm there. So I know I'm on this like road to self-love and self-acceptance all while mourning this like, this life I should have had. This life that never got to see the light of day. I'm not making this video for like sympathy or anything. It's just, I'm wanting to express what's honestly going on in my reality right now as a D-trans woman, as a woman who thought 
she was trans and transitioned, lived as trans for eight years, had top surgery, a full hysterectomy, bottom surgery, went all the way as far as one can go, and then woke up and realized that I made the biggest fucking mistake of my life. I was so sure. You know, it's just crazy. It's all really hard right now. I'm like in the thick of it. You know, I think accepting that I am detransitioning was hard, but there was a reason why it took so long. And that reason was definitely to try and avoid the unavoidable, which is all of this pain, all of this mourning, all of this loss, all of this like wreckage that I feel like I now have to sit with and try to figure out how to make a life out of and bring in some kind of like reverence, some kind of like positivity, some kind of light. But it's so hard, you know? Because I just, I don't feel like that about any of it. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm consistently questioning, like, why this happened to me. How did this happen to me? Anyway, I've got some cool, exciting stuff starting in my life that is keeping me going right now. And while I'm processing all this, like, really deep, painful stuff, it's nice to have that. It's nice to have my green bikini. You know, it's nice to have that. That's problematic!